Hi, this is Bourbon and Business, a podcast where I dig into the hows and the whys of my esteemed guests. Today, we're diving deep into the professional journey of Joe Petrosky, CEO of Profoundly Living. Joe, how's life? Great. It's nice to be here. Very, very nice. Thank you. Good to have you. Good to have you. So before we get into things, let's not get too deep into this. We've got the business and the bourbon side of things, the alcohol side of this. So business and bourbon or whatever you drink, as you see on the TV. So um, Joe, what do you you bring for us today? Um, I brought some tequila. Some Raspado, Corazon, and Corazon. Tasty. Very Delicious, nice. Smooth. Very nice. We've, we've got some ice in the glasses already here. We, we prepared just a little bit. So I'm going to go ahead and pour us up, and I'll tell us about our maker's mark here. So, And just for everybody, I'm going to do a reading, and I'll drink after the reading. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to make sure we uh, get all of the, the fun okay. done. Before. You want some? Of course. Thank you, sir. Okay. Right. And so, you know, part of the reason why I bring Maker's Mark, you know, business and bourbon, wanted to get the bourbon theme in there. And I've always loved the, the, the branding. I love the wax pour. I love the, I think it's just one of those iconic, iconic brands. Mm-hmm. It's, it stands out. It's a good, good bourbon. It's uh, nice and smooth. So. Easy to spot when they place it in a movie. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But product placement's a thing. Are you, yeah, oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't know that. So anywho. We've, uh, we've got some of this, so I'll pour us both up here and get a little bit of Maker's Mark. So, Joe, tell me a little bit about what you do. What's, uh, what's the... Well, I'm a master healer and an intuitive coach. And the reason that I say master healer is because these days there's a lot of people that are claiming to be healers. And um, the work that I do can absolutely completely eliminate really serious illnesses and pains very often, even when nothing else has worked. So the people that are the hopeless causes, those are the ones that I enjoy working with uh, the most. Um, I had worked with an NFL football player that was retired and he was in pain for 34 years. And after three sessions, he was in zero pain and had a hundred percent range of motion where previously every single week he was going to an acupuncturist, a massage therapist and a chiropractor. Um, every week just to keep up with life. And after I was done, um, he went to massages for relaxation, just like regulars. That's incredible. So I, I, I think that's interesting when you say that because I've, I've, you know, I lift, I go to the gym, so I got some shoulder pain right now. You know, it's a, it's a little bit, you know, I also have a separated shoulder. We're not going to talk about ah, that. Ah, okay. Which, sh- uh, it's my right shoulder. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's, it's just more the soreness, a general soreness. So I'm, I'm curious to see. Uh, yeah. See so what level is it about? Uh, you know, I'd probably say like a three or a four right okay. now. You know, yeah. it's, it's not bad. It's just noticeable. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. there. So, and are you having some right in the center of your back too? No, no, nope. just pretty focused up top, uh, up, okay. t- up top, like kind of right here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. We'll see what we can do as we go through. Mm-hmm. And and so we'll check on that for sure. But um, did you want to bring in our little guest here that we have for, for sure? A little yeah, and I'll so, t- yeah. So we've got uh, Trish. She is a wonderful Brian mm-hmm. Marketing Group employee. So Trish, come on in. And sit down. And so we're going to do a little bit Hello. of a reading here with Joe. So mm-hmm. Joe is going to talk with Trish about her blocks. Sure. About and this is one of the things on. that when I started to do the healing work, it became very obvious that I was very intuitive or psychic. So I can see everybody the best thing about them. Um, so when I walk around, um, I don't look to read you. Um, so if we're out on the street or we're at a party, I'm not going to read anybody. Uh, to me, it's none of my business. It's like reading your journal. But you had asked, you said that you're okay with it. And so um, that's what I'll focus on. And this is how I do the coaching because I can see intuitively the differences with everybody. So 
Um, and also when I do this, I don't look at you because when I look away, I can sense and feel your energy more. You can look at me. That's not a problem. But, you know, so your heart is um, one of your essential things. So it, the emotion has to be there because if the emotion's not there, um, you just don't have the energy or drive to really connect. Okay. Um, you're kind of like Legos where if there's the heart, you know, then you'll snap into whatever it is you're doing, whether it's work, friendship, that kind of thing. And people say, oh, everybody's like that. And it's like, no, we know that not everybody's heart centered. There's a lot of people that are just in their head. They want to find out facts, that kind of stuff. You have to be able to connect with somebody. You have to be able to do that. You're also a toucher, you know, so, um, you know, you'll reach out and touch somebody. Um, you'll say things you like to be close. Um, and, but it's also one of those things when people get too close or um, if they got negative energy, you can pick that up pretty darn quickly, you know, and you back up. And so if a bullshitter comes by or a user or, you know, a predator, you can smell them pretty quickly. Um, uh, you also uh, find it very, very easy to talk with older people. You find that enjoyable um, to uh, when it's the reminiscing or the romanticism of their stories. That really turns you on. Um, that, right? Fair? I do enjoy stories. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's also something that for yourself, when you find something that you're interested in, you know, something that you can study, something that you can look, watch a movie, you know, uh, docudrama, something like that. That's something that, you know, it's like, wow, this is cool. Um, and you know, the politics and all that kind of stuff, um, you, it just like empties a trap door. You don't have any time for it. You, it's like, keep it away from me. Um, and it's really something for yourself that, um, you want that heart heart connection with somebody. Yeah. Spot on. Okay. Yeah. You know, and so then if we look at it, what I look at is um, we all, all the, you know, energy, we have energy that expresses in the front. We have the energy in the back that receives or we live from. And so you're um, an expressor and a doer. So you can be with people forever and they don't find out who you really are, you know, uh, because you, you do and do and do and you make sure everybody make sure everybody gets what they need. Um, but you're fine. Just like, OK, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Even when, re when you're really not, you know, so what I would look at is the backside right back here. So it's the basis of your heart. The fact that you get to be loved, too. Okay? Um, and you don't bring that to the table. much, So your friends don't know when you need stuff. You know? So I would bring that forward a little bit. And then your solar plexus, um, you're too easy yet. Whatever you want. And it's just, you don't speak too much about, you know, I would really prefer this or I don't want to do this. Is that a fair statement? Yeah. yeah. You know, so I would come more forward with that. Um, so people can really, cause you're, um, you know, and I don't fluff, I don't BS. Okay. You're a really wonderful, beautiful person. When you choose to have somebody as a friend, they're good. And um, they have to really mess up for you to not be a friend with them. anymore. And even then sometimes you give them too much leeway. Um, you're the one that takes the shit. It's like you got to stand up for yourself. You got to you got to say no. Um, but I would really think it's like you know what is it I really really want? What is it that I really really desire? What is it that you know feeds my soul? Because um, you know you feed everybody else's. But you get, you know, I mean, this, this whole area about here. So if you feel tightness or you feel kind of um, just almost like you can't catch your breath. Start, it's time to start feeding you. Does that make sense? So what do you think, Trish? You think that was 100% spot on? 
Yeah, but uh, the friends. Mm -hmm. Loving yeah it's something for having a conversation and connecting with um if you choose to do that they're lucky yeah. cool thanks awesome Thank you. you're welcome thanks you're for welcome. sitting in trish yeah. we, we, we love uh, loved having you here so Thank thanks for the you're example welcome. so tell us a little bit a little bit joe so how how does that reading come about how does how do you get I mean, is it just a feeling? Is it just what you see in people? Well, I'm a clairaudient, clairvoyant, and clairsentient. So that means I can hear it, see it, and feel it, okay? And so what I always do is when I started to learn that I had this gift, I took it really, really serious. Like I said, I'm not going to have a sip of alcohol until I got done reading here. Because um, uh, I, when I realized I had this gift, I knew it came from creator, because there's no way that Joe Petrosky makes this stuff, you know? And so I always put out the prayer and intention to only see what I need to see, only hear what I need to hear, and only feel what I need to feel, and then only say the words that the client needs to hear. Because if we can talk about stuff when we're healing or coaching and they don't need to relive stuff, I'm cool with that. Let's just clear the energy behind it and let's move on. But sometimes there will be things. And so um, originally I trained with the 35th generation Shaolin master, a Chinese healer. And um, after three and a half years, I was given the master's certification in Chinese energy healing. But during that time also, um, I had the real wonderful opportunity to sit with a Native American healer in Wisconsin. And this elder, the very first time he saw me, uh, he waved at me and my friend. And it was this, and so everybody's like, what's up now? And he, because he, he knew something because I mean, it's like, it's one thing if you do with one finger, but with the, when the elder does two fingers, it's like, okay, this is important. I'm like, okay. And so he told my buddy, he says, you go, you do, you do the work and he stays here. Okay. So he says, well, let's sit. So we sit and I start talking. He says, no, 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 let's sit. So I sit for another 10, 15 minutes or something. And I start talking. No, 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 no. Let's just sit. I'm like, oh. We're going to sit. <laughs> just, just sit. And so when he got the idea that I was just sitting, he opened up. And he started to feel the energy of the plants, the trees, the rocks, the water, everything. And I started to feel it too. And, um, and that's also when the people that had passed away started to show up. And so um, I trained with the Chinese master for five and a half years. I sat with the native uh, for four and a half or five years. And after... Five and a half years, my first teacher said, Joe, you need to go teach what you're doing because you're doing differently than I taught you. And so that's what I've been doing um, ever since. Is I started originally just with the energy healing and eliminating really serious pains and illnesses. And in 2012, my clients, um, they kept on asking me to coach. And I didn't feel comfortable, but when I saw the movie, The Cure Is, it's a documentary about health and it's a documentary about the subconscious. And that was everything I'd been talking about for seven years. And so that's when I started to do coaching. Incredible. So before we talk about the coaching, let's mm -hmm. talk a little bit about, because I know we talked a little bit before we got on the mic here, but- now we um, Cheers. <laughs> cheers. Yes, of course, of course. Hey, have some, some fun too. Some good skill, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I make people healthy and happy so they can live life. Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. We, we love it. We love a good living of the life. So, um, but speaking of living the life, you're, you're living your life, mm -hmm. healthy, 
active. Mm-hmm. Um, but at one point, that might not have been the case. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your journey, where you came from, where this started. Sure. So in 1999, the doctors actually sent me home to die. Um, the Mayo Clinic, when they were given my uh, chart, the Mayo Clinic um, actually called my doctor, and I happened to be in the office when they called. And they said, wish your patient well on his remaining days, but there's nothing we can do for him. And so within two weeks, every doctor that had worked with me had come to the same conclusion. There's one more treatment that we could do, but if it doesn't work, it will either hasten your death or it'll straight out kill you. So we can't do it. And so you need to go home and you need to prepare to die and come to peace with the idea that you probably will take your own life because it'll get that bad. And I was emaciated. It was a really horrible, scary time when the blood flow, um, when I would smell everyday chemicals, dish soap, laundry detergent, car exhaust, fertilizer, you name it. What would happen is, is blood flow would get cut off to a certain part of my brain. And when that would happen, I would lose the ability to tell you anything in here. I couldn't tell you this is a bottle. Couldn't tell you that's a mic. I couldn't even say that you're a human being. Um, I had no ability to decipher what I saw. Um, I was watching TV with my daughter one time. It's like big, yellow, funny boys, big. Oh, it's, but it's not Big Bird because it's blue. And so I couldn't tell you that Big Bird was on the screen at one time. And then um, the Cookie Monster came on next. I couldn't tell you that. The big green thing out in front of the house, I couldn't tell you that that was a car. I, I didn't know. And, um, and also, one of the really horrible things is when that would occur, I would say horrible, disgusting things to people I loved and cared about. I wouldn't even know it. Um, the next time I would see them, I could see that they're upset. And it's like, what happened? It's like, you don't recall? It's like, no. And they told me what I said to them the last time I saw. And so it was horrible. Um, you know, um, my daughter, you know, realized when she was three and a half that I couldn't see. So... She had me tell her stories because I was reading Big Spot, the Big Yellow Dog, and uh, read it a thousand times. And so I thought I knew it. I, I missed a page. She goes, oh, you can't see again. I didn't even know she didn't. Well, she knew I didn't see. And so, and I had to teach her how to, you know, cook herself macaroni and cheese or microwave hot dogs at the age of three and a half, you know, which was ridiculous. Um, and so the doctor sent me home and I kept on trying everything. Um, I tried NAET, Bioset, you name it, shamanic healing, Qigong. And luckily, I found this Shaolin master. And when I went to him and his students after the second hour. I no longer needed oxygen. And after the third, I was completely healthy. And, uh, you know, after, I mean, I was going to doctors religiously for six and a half years. And then all of a sudden, poof, I'm better. I'm emaciated. You still can see it with my ribs. You still can see the cartilage in my nose, you know. Um, because I'm that darn skinny, but I'm healthy as can be. And um, it was amazing. It was awesome. And the Chinese master, he picked me out of a group and said, you can do this. Even when I was sick, he said, you can do this. And so my mentor came up and he says, hey, he says, he hasn't said that for 17 years. And uh, so I trained with him. I became one of his best assistant teachers, um, one of his best teachers. Then I got the master's. and um, and that's what I've been doing. I've been helping people. And it's great you know, because there's so many people that have been sent home just like me, whether it's like fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, um, arthritis, lupus. You know, I, there's nothing that I know that's 100%, 100% of the time. But this often works when nothing else has. And I always offer people the complimentary consultation. 
call me up. Let's talk for 20 minutes, half hour. And if you feel comfortable, then let's work. So you're, you're coaching now with, with profoundly. Well, I coach and I do the healing work. Yes. It's healing work and the coaching. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so tell me how those branch out. Tell me how those differ. And then who's, who's your client? Who do you, who do you serve? Like, I mean, is is this anyone can, is this somebody that you're looking for specifically? The coaching clients, um, 98% of my clients are women. Um, Men rarely take care of themselves unless their wives or girlfriends have sent them my way, you know, or unless they've had a significant trauma. Um, but they're usually people that are going through changes of life, empty nesters, you know, uh, losing a job, uh, ending a marriage, ending a relationship. Um, and so most of them are women. And, um, and so what I do is I coach with them for uh, typically 90 days at a time. But I have the one-on-one sessions because with the one-on-one sessions, we can do so much. So there's two groups. And so um, I had somebody that called me up last week um, and they had had really serious uh, back problems for a long time. And I just, you know, I says, yeah, I can help with that. And he says, well, you seem awfully lighthearted. And I says, yeah, I says, it's going to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, so come with a list. And so he came with a list and I says, well, what about your right ankle? I said, it seems like your ankle's giving you problems too. He says, well, yeah, my right ankle and my big toe. And, uh, 